wanna be the best in the game. Invest in my name. Check no restraints. I'm obsessed with the pain. I ingest, I retain, assess, and I change. Possessed by the thought I'll be free one day from society's restraints. Money, clout, and fame. Mud disease, a plague. We all love to hate. Have to play the game. Have to make a name. All our insecurities are on this display. This is war with the enemy. Think that it was meant to be. Hello and welcome listeners to another episode of Tactical Awareness. It's season two, episode 12. Happy New Year. Uh, I am Ash and I'm joined today by my friend Owen as we discuss colder than carbonite 2024 Canada's satellite tournament and our prep for planning it. Our third member and partner in crime, Dan, is in New Zealand for a wedding, so he won't be joining us tonight. Uh, We'll also take some listener questions from the mailbag um, and uh, answer some of your burning infinity queries as best we can. So let's jump in and get this underway. I'm excited. And grumpy. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, People are always grumpy, though. People are. Well, people always want to be just the way it was. (laughs) I find. And they don't even want that. That's it, exactly. Well, and they complained at the time too, because the way it was will also have problems. They want there's an imaginary version of of like the the existence Insert that they want. Game. <laughs> yeah. It's usually just I'd like to be 25 again. Not even I game. Know. It's just I'd like to be I'd like to be happy and feel Can fulfilled and not have responsibilities. This? I would like to play this in the state I was when I first played this. Exactly. <laughs> I'd like to go back to 2010 and not have any of the responsibilities I have right now. That'd be great. That'd be tremendous. Hey everybody, happy new year. Um we're talking about it's welcome to old world cast. <laughs> we're recording this on old world Warhammer launch day. And so I have been my phone's been blowing up. Um, but I was just telling Owen that we are I haven't played a lot of Infinity and he has. So so do go on. What have you been playing? Uh I mean I've been trying to figure out Carbonite. Uh as some people know, I know we've talked about it about Carbonite coming up in February. Um, one of the things they've done is they've decided to add special <laughs> modifiers to each mission based on yeah. the the deck. They drew a card. They basically drew a card for each mission and got like a random battlefield condition. And for three of those scenarios, the battlefield conditions are are incredibly impactful. They're like, swingy. Swingy completely change the way you would otherwise come into that mission because of their existence and so you need to adjust accordingly and well, that can be our that can be our topic for today then we can do a breakdown of each of those cards and the mission attached to and talk about why that'd be sure yeah and then even just trying to find factions like i have a lot of access to models and so that's the worst for you though because you'll just you'll you'll hop between ideas you, you won't settle on anything until like the day before. well that's it i've been i've been playing like <laughs> I had to have played 10 different factions in the last like three weeks. Yeah, across, that's how brain works. That across tracks. two tournaments and like a like a half dozen like little games. <laughs> and I have tried a whole slew of different ideas about what would work and what doesn't work. And the downside is I have been horrendously lucky and have lost no games and learned this nothing. time. And so have learned, learned nothing, nothing yeah, about it. Like I, I played one last night where uh Tuser made six consecutive armor saves and killed a hack towel. And it's like, hmm. And she had no right to do so. Like, I don't think that that's how this is supposed yeah. to work. Yeah. Zero. I'm a one wound model. I know I have no wounding cap, but I have no right to be alive right now. Yeah, I got shot by the Sujan and killed it. And then I got shot by Liang Kai and killed him too. And then the hack towel and crippled him. And uh, just for sport, the tiger soldier who came in behind. Yeah, I survived and turned around. 
The other thing that you tend to do is when you hop factions or hop ideas this much is you keep comparing the last good idea you had to the next thing you make and being like, yeah, but this doesn't solve this thing that I made. And then you like get in this vicious circle of yeah. there's never a complete if answer I to the nothing 10 but different my things own you do. optimal things. <laughs> yeah. None that's of them what, can beat each other. But that's how your brain works, right? Your brain works because you just assume other people are going to come with some variation of that idea. And so yeah. you you just keep being you, you keep looking through like all of the factions to try and find the perfect answer to all these things that you come up with and you never find it. So you just end up running in circles chasing your tail. And then you end up like horrendously uh like like cutting through until you have like the absolute bottom of like this is perfectly optimized yeah. and you play someone who's like yeah i like bringing two tank hunters and you're like <laughs> oh fuck what am i doing that's right yeah well that's it because there's all there's always some there's always some ass asshole they're like you who takes some random gimmick skew thing that completely fucks up your plan and you're just like oh man God oh, damn I, was, it. I was implying the opposite where you have someone oh, okay. who doesn't worry too much about it brings yeah, what they yeah. like yeah. and it's like is this a problem? Am I actually going to be all right here? Or or is it yeah. going to go, I'm going to totally dismantle this person? Right, right. Well, on the flip side, I assembled the rest of my models for my one carbonite list I'm bringing because I'm just bringing one list because it's hack and slam, so I only have to bring one. List. <laughs> um, and it also has to fit in my carry-on. So I have assembled the remaining miniatures. And I'll tell you the miniatures I have to paint to take this list. I have to paint a McMurrow. Um, and I'm going to use the um, the Aristea Moonchild as my McMurrow. So I have like a different miniature. Uh, and it's bigger than the Moonchild miniature that's in metal. So like I have this cool plastic unbreakable in my carry-on <laughs> uh, McMurrow miniature. Um, I've got to paint New Day Lamy. Uh, I have to paint my converted Sundic butt that I also converted out of an Aristea miniature. I converted it to Cosmo. So I have a, a like a proper one. I got to convert an AS Weir Spitfire, AP Spitfire. And I have to paint one of my Fides and a Muyib. And that's it. And then I got everything. All right. Do you have an Evo bot in your list? No, because I can't get the miniature. Uh, you have to rewrite in such a way that you will get an Evo bot then. Does it, you think I have to have the Evo bot for last launch? Yeah. I don't think I do. Every single person do. who doesn't bring an Evo bot has lost last, last launch. Against you. Uh no. Um the great thing about events is that other people play them and I'm not part of their games. Okay. And I can walk the round and go, What'd you bring? What'd you bring? Oh yeah, he had his Evo bot and it left on turn one and then I couldn't win. Uh, and it's like hmm. I'll, I'll see if I can find one before then. I could drop um I mean I have I, one. Drop... I have a a Hawk Islam Evo. No, I'll kit. just see if I can find one. I'll just I'll just get a Delami uh out because I can take the eight. Oh no, the Evo bot's sixteen, isn't it? Mm. Fifteen. Oh, that's right, because yeah. it's a hockey one. Because he's mm. 35 points in last launch. Yeah, I could just straight swap him for one. Yeah. I've got a guy I can swap. I could have a second list even, where just one model. Even comes if out. that's just your day two list, because yeah. in panic room they get the extra order, and then in last launch they are like mandatory. That's right, yeah, yeah. Uh so you want to run forward. You'll have a Fide and McMurder, so if you go two first, days in McMurder. <laughs> you might just win off the face because you yeah. can kill both of their Evos and then your Evo leaves. And That's the plan, right? Like if I there's just no, kill a... There's no counterplay to that. No. <laughs> your no, opponent is going to be fighting for their life to try and come back. Yeah. yeah. Pinned down with, with all of the things. Is the well, this is why I'm like, I was going to play Assassins because I'd be playing <laughs> the same list I played last year. 
Like you wouldn't even change. It would just be, ah, this is fine for these scenarios too. With one exception <laughs> that you need to squeeze an EvoBot in there, drop the engineer or whatever. Well, on the upside, I have uh, I have most of your greatest hits from last year's list, except for two Sonic Butts. So I'm pretty excited. I think it'll be fine. Uh, if I can find another extra EvoBot, I'll paint it up too. I'll have that as my optional list, and then I can play on day two. But if it means that I'm playing one list all through day one and one list all through day two, I'll be fine. My brain won't melt from that because that's yeah. five games over two days. That, that would be my preference anyway. Um, and day two yeah. is all the room missions. So yeah, exactly. Well, it's it. They've divided it up that way, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting. And it is our, of course, I wonder how many tickets have been sold now. What the attendance is going to look like. I haven't looked on the website for a while. Let's go look on the infinity website. And look at the um, colder than carbonate 2024. Is looking like it's looking like the universe. It's now the universe, by the way. You can't go to Infinity the game and get the same results. Uh, and we have to go to community. How many people was last? Like 46, 45? Yeah, it was upper 40s. I don't That's think it cool. made it to 50. No, I don't think it did either. Um Events browser. It's on the second, third, fourth. Colder than carbonite. Current registrations are. Hey, I see Dan's there. Also, uh, if anyone wondering, Dan's in uh, New Zealand still, which is why he's not here. Uh, one, two, three, four. Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty people. So far, there's twenty. That's fair. I mean, welcome to the reality of people signing up. I'm not signed up. <laughs> of course you're not. Did you buy a ticket, though? That's the difference. No. You haven't bought a ticket yet, either? You're no. very funny. <laughs> this poor it's, war core. This poor hassle is. He has no idea how much train to bring or make. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, I hey, that. I buy a ticket and I bring a table, thus solving my own existence. No, no, I, I, I understand that. Yes, that is fair. That is the right thing to do. Always bring a table if you uh, are going to one of these things because it just helps out a ton. That is a huge, a huge, a huge help out. Uh, it is a 50-player event, though, so they're they're part of the way there. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's jump in then. Uh, I am hopefully going to play some Infinity this week, which will give you more to talk about next week. Uh, but as of right now, we should just talk about what the missions are going to be. Uh, there is so the core are going to be Mind Wipe, B Pong, its supplies on day one, and then uh, Panic Room and a uh, last launch on day two. But the first trick is uh, Mind Wipe has the Arctic Combat condition, <laughs> so that creates what. Uh, I believe it's two. Um, I don't have my deck area drain. I don't have my deck in front of me either. Uh, we have a picture in our. There's somewhere. a picture in our chat. There's a picture in our chat. It was a scan of all of them in our chat. Some hero put up. Let's look to the gallery in the chat. If it's not full of your memes about various conspiracy theories, which it also is. <laughs> I just and... have to sort through this. <laughs> I just have to sort through this. Well, I was. I was not going to ask you to try and find it on your phone because I assume that was just nothing but memes from conspiracy theories. There's a lot of garbage in my <laughs> There's phone. There's a lot of garbage on your phone. Your your iCloud is shocking. Um. Where are we at? I'm just about back to around that time. I'm trying to find oh my God, some of the stuff we post in the chat. It's insane. Oh, Lord. Uh, looking back through time and regretting all of this. 
Uh, there are so many lists posted. It's just, okay, fine. Here we go. Arctic conditions. Oh, no, these aren't battlefield conditions. These are just the missions. Nah, we don't have them. Nuts. Uh, I have my Nuts. deck out in my car. No, I had the I had the image of all of it. But yeah, there is a ton of miniatures and a ton of uh, lists. Let's just do... So anyway, battlefield conditions. It's Arctic conditions. I yeah. don't think it matters. We can skip that one because that was the one I cared the least about. <laughs> That's, I don't think that one matters that much. I do believe it's like, it just gives a, it's it's actually no penalty at all. It's just, if I remember all of the battlefield condition ones that give you a train type, it just gives a bonus of plus one move to models with that train type. So I, you I have, believe it's a saturation train, zone plus the terrain I, effect. I don't think, oh, there might the be, other it, it's a saturation zone across the middle. It's not placed. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's just across the middle. Maybe um, not, but... Yeah, because you don't place markers anymore in this one. Or if you do, you can't stack them. I can't remember which one. But either way, it's just a bonus for people that have that train type. It's not. It's no penalty for anyone else, I don't think. Uh, and then it's a CQB supply. So CQB means there's no shooting over 32 uh, inches. Found it. Two templates are placed that are mountain terrain mountain and terrain, okay. saturation zone. There you go, Hawk Islam. Oh, no, it's not desert. Never mind. Take it back. Get back out. It's Arctic cult. combat. <laughs> Arctic yeah. combat. Arctic combat. So there's two mountain terrains that are saturation yeah, okay. zones. So yeah, two yeah. Same, same thing. Right. So because they're mountain terrain, if you don't have the terrain total or mountain terrain, if you touch it, you have to stop and then do another order to get into it. Yeah, because it's it immediately ends. Yeah, it's and it's a That's saturation. Right. So it's pretty in mind wipe, meh, it's fine. Like mind wipe is a pretty straightforward. I brought a drop troop with a DA weapon or, or dog. Explosive. Yeah. Nor McMurrow. Yeah. Or I have a dog or, or whatever days. it is that can fly across the map. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I have McFidays that will handle all of that for me. And all you do is have somebody can... go push buttons and then the McFidays can handle all of that. Exactly. Because um, literally I have a model for each one. <laughs> I have two Fidays yeah. and a McMurrow that can go walk around and do that. Um, and then B-Pong with CQB. CQB close quarter battle is the one where all ranges are limited to 32 inches. Yeah. So you, you can technically attack outside, but they are automatic failures. Yeah. Um, just a thing that happens. Uh, it's not like unless the table's super open and you've managed to perch somebody like out, like outranging an HMG. You know what I mean? Like it's not really I think that relevant. I think because it's B Pong, it's relevant because now you have to fight everybody at like skirmisher range, like the HMGs. Um, X visor big guns like all that garbage like fear box and you can't use snipers to counter big hmg teams mm -hmm. um and also now if you were depending on things like snipers you are penalized against the hmgs and normally it wouldn't be that big a deal but b pong is a mess of a mission anyway yeah so it, now... i guess i'm i'm shrugging because i have nothing really that's fighting so that range anyway my whole yeah. army's job is to to get inside that range and force you to come there with us but <laughs> answers to some of table. your stuff like the sunduck butts is really yeah. long range and now they can't like they have to fight you because even at 32 mm -hmm. the sunduck butts on sevens yeah so you're it's like, nothing but good for me it's nothing okay but good for me. i don't go down to fours until 32 i'll shoot on sevens with four dice mm -hmm. it'll work out uh, it's funny, but it'll always work out. Yeah, I, I, I want to go into this cold recovery, having never played a game with the sun, but <laughs> and just and just like lean on it as hard as I can to see how it goes. Uh, and then we've got supplies with storm, uh, BC battle condition storm. What's the storm? storm do? Is the visors give you plus one? Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, I do not have any visors in my list either. I don't think. No, oh, no, I have an MSV one. 
I have MSV one on the movie. I'm pretty sure. No, yeah, because GoVads get the MSV. GoVads get MSV. That's right. But uh, I think they have X visors, so you still get. They it do have X visors. Yep. I get the X visor one. Yeah. Uh, Atalanta BS19 mm-hmm. bolts BS20. Um, couple couple really powerful buffs there. Thankfully, it, it, only 360 visor also gave you plus one skill. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, if I had her, would have it, but I'm not taking Yara. No, but she also doesn't have like anything else. She's, I think she's BS12 even. She's 13. 13. Okay, yeah, 13 so MSV. No, you could get her to 14. 17. But... She's cheap though. I'm mean, just saying, like, it's a pretty decent BS buff for a cheap model. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I was, we, Dan and I were talking about it and saying blue coats. Because they have their bio visors, and mm-hmm. they all bump to BS thirteen, and the ability for them to become a beer link is dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, they're shooting nineteens on their adhesive launchers. Yeah, and it's good. <laughs> well, it's encouraging visors for that mission anyway, because a lot of the things that go up and grab um, supply tokens are and like supply crates are going to be things with smoke, things that can like get there through all the stuff that visors then counter. So it's just a further encouragement to take things in that mission that have that. Yeah, I suppose. Stops things that like to go open things with um, smoke grenades covering them. Yeah, just, uh, I don't know. it. That one I can see people just forgetting, in all fairness. Yeah, yeah. I think C- to... CQB as well, honestly. Like, it it it's going to depend on your army build if you're leaning on a, a gun that's trying to outrange somebody. Yeah, it'll also depend because, like, is your table a corner to corner table or is it like line to line table? Yeah. Cause a lot of tables get set up in a way where like the big terrain features are on opposite corners and all mm-hmm. of a sudden now you just can't shoot each other. Um, well, the nature of like, Pong, you're moving into contact with those guys and, and trying to stay there in the middle anyway. So you tend to smush up in Pong. Like you're not necessarily going to be at range cause the, the markers are never going to be like two of them are always going to be in the middle of the table and the last right. one's never going to be far from the middle of the table. Yeah, I just the guys who are really good at moving up on that are bad when you can shoot them from the far corner. So For sure. like the yeah, way yeah. to defend the opposite target is usually a sniper in the opposite corner mm-hmm. and then a close quarter guy to defend the close one. So you yeah. can like tower down on one and long range defend the far one. It basically just penalizes first player, like as everything <laughs> in that mission. Trying try to take away. Yeah, because now they have to be at all three of them instead of at two of them long long range protecting the third one, Mm -hmm. Uh, which is like good luck defending three things Mm -hmm. in infinity. Yeah, that's that's day one. I don't honestly think that any of those are that big a deal. (laughs) The Arctic combat one could be good for some people who are aggressive like it's it, like they're just defensive the things you can put in the way of your opponent's sniper positions to reduce burst and make it so link teams are ineffective like honestly anytime you get to place down like there's armies that are going to try and brawl or use templates versus armies going to try and outrange you at range having those two templates you can place down anywhere on the table including your opponent's half where it stops people from dominating with snipers and stuff like atalanta doesn't like having a saturations on plunked in front of her fire nest well, you have it's to put bad. those down prior to deployment, right? So, sure, but you just take whatever the overwatching position is. Like, the, the terrain's not going to change that point, I, right? I so. think the real trick is you put it right beside the box that they have to blow up and cost an extra order at least to get to it. Because you can't put it to. on it, but you put it, like, next to it. In the, yeah, you just block in all like the zones. Yeah, whatever direction the... they're going to head to it. From whatever way in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Day two is where it gets real nutty. Real spicy once you go over day two. 
so the first mission is Panic Room. Panic Room is I love uh, Panic Room. Is a round by round scoring mission that is a kill mission with a biotech or twist. Um, it's like a closing in biotech bar zone. It starts what four inches out and it moves four, up four eight twelve every turn. Yeah. yeah, every turn four inches it gets bigger, but it's every every side. Yeah, uh, only affects your models. Um, and then the addition on that scenario is um, defense system failure. So each player places two turrets within four inches of the midline, and they are hostile to all players. They can go in the room. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> They, I mean, they can. That's that they ruled it that you can. Yep. It's uh, very funny. So I played this. This is actually the most recent game that I played. And my solution was as player one, I chose to try and not kill a single turret, but still get a guy in the room. And I was able <laughs> to do that and then have guys standing on rooftops around so that my opponent now had to get into the room with my guys watching and all of my free turrets. And it ended up working out. Mm. Is that it was it's obnoxious, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but both sides ostensibly can do it. I guess the problem is whoever's getting the advantage of setting up first, having an extra two turrets is kind of a huge deal. What do you mean? You put I all mean, the turrets out before both players deploy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, you know, you're you're gonna know where they're gonna be. It's just it's like a force multiplier for if you're holding the room, right? I mean, unless it's in the room, and then you have to get in the room with it there. Yeah, I mean, they're just turrets. They're not hard to kill, <laughs> especially if you like smoke them or walk over them with like and just intuitive attack them. Like, there's a bunch of ways of digging out turrets that if they're stuck in a room where you can you can get an angle of a smoke grenade on them without them seeing you, it's not bad. Every extra order. <laughs> yeah. It's, you're, it's not just them, right? Like it's your sure. opponent too. Like mm -hmm. Atalanta is sitting on a on a rooftop looking over the two-thirds of the room. And then there's turrets in the dead zones around her. And she never activates. And now you just have to deal with that. And it's Maybe. obnoxious. Yeah. Like it is. <laughs> like they they solve a couple problems for you to be able to bring like needlessly, like you can. There's an exclusion zone on there, and in the current season, you can have a guy guarantee drop along the line, touching yeah, you that can. exclusion yeah. zone. But you could place a turret in such a way that it can watch a section of that zone, and you don't have to put a guy there now because mm -hmm. you have a guy there that you got for free. And yeah, you close nobody, that drop zone. Nobody goes into getting shot three times, even if it's only on like thirteens or whatever it is with a combi rifle. No one does that. Well, he wouldn't. No, you no, no, you'll die. You'll die. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. Any drop troop that can't react to it, that just has to get plunked in front of it, it's going to get shot to pieces. There's very few. I can yeah. think of like two, like the the Lushi. Anybody got two could wounds, risk maybe. it, but anybody, but can, you're yeah. not going to do it, right? Yeah. Like even the Cascuda isn't going to do that because he's not going to sit there and get shot twice because it's going to yeah. land and get shot, and then when he moves it, it's going to get shot, and now he's in unless a he lands on top of it and just kills it. <laughs> maybe, but it won't be within explosion range because yeah, well, no it's within four inches of the middle and the zone is eight inches out oh i see what you're saying yeah, so yeah. if, if he, he does, does if the he guarantee does that, yeah. which is the yeah. whole point right which like, is the that's whole point, why yeah. you do it yeah. then he can't hit it and it's just gonna you know i completely forgot about the other day is that support jump doesn't just give you a bonus it also makes your opponent minus three i can and you can do it in arrow i forgot it's one of the only evo things you can do as an arrow yep 
Pretty Having an Evo is handy. It is. Then on that mission, it gives you an extra order. <laughs> I want an Evo War Driver. I tried. <laughs> I, wish, I wish all armies had Evo War Drivers. They're so good. They The problem is on last launch which is the last one and i guess we'll talk about that one yeah is uh the the baggage body evo being 35 points yeah extra points and points are worth four of the objective points at the end of the game so even if you both got like you got your evil war driver and he got his evil baggage bots uh he got four points and you got zero yeah you denied him too cool but odds are you still lost Sorry, kill that baggage bot. Yep, you just got to kill it before it kill, gets there. Kill the enemy baggage bot. Sacrifice whatever needs to die to kill that baggage bot. And get your own out. Mm -hmm. Because it's going to cost you at least 10 orders to get a guy to get a button and get it to the middle. <laughs> Which sounds crazy, but hey, <laughs> I've watched, watched now a couple games and it is... Like, unless you've annihilated the other guy, like, unless you've killed them to the point where they basically can't defend can't any back anymore, yeah, then then they can make it. But, like, I, I wouldn't assume that I'm going to be able to annihilate any other player shy of things that like, hard, like the dice skewing in my favor. Like, there's no combination of models that just wins against everything <laughs> that another player has that splits all of its shots so every shot kills three to four people <laughs> yeah, every then, order like, needs to that, take yeah. out at least one other order two, sometimes two, guys. two. yeah sometimes yeah. two and then you're feeling like you're in a position where you're okay but you've yeah. probably actually if you've done that you probably actually just put them in retreat and the game's ending prematurely there's no retreat turn. no retreat on last launch really yeah oh, cute you got to get to the get to the thing you got to launch uh, everything's exploding now thankfully around you there are two zero G white noise zones in last launch been that have been added. Oh my god. So this uh, is so this they've added what is it? Space combat. So we have yeah. Arctic Combat and Space Combat as our two zone ones that have gotten drawn, and we get defense system failure, storm, uh, CQB and, and storm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So space uh, combat, it's just the same. It's two zones and they they give a what, what's the one G? what's the battlefield convention that I'm thinking of where it's just a bonus for people that have a skill I thought there was one that was like urban combat is everybody gets plus urban one combat. and that's terrain total gives everyone plus two move that's right um which might have been good like if you were trying to find ways to offset scenario like if i took these cards and put them on different missions i think you'd have a different like i think space combat should be on bpom mm -hmm. um or arctic combat on bpom because the saturation zone will give player one a chance to actually score points yeah yeah, um, yeah like or or you put defensive turrets on last launch because now it's harder to get the evil bot out turn one mm -hmm. like you can act because the the problem is the the evil bot can walk up and be on the far side of the room and then in one order enter the room and push the button and leave and you cannot stop it and it can't die yeah. So there's nothing you can do. If he gets to within base to base with the room, he's safe. How do you stop that? Well, you put a turret right there, like yeah. in the door, blocking the, the doorway, door. yeah. and they have to fight it now. And like, if you had done that, you might have like reduced the power of that player one on last launch. Um. So like, I don't know. It is what it is. Like you got to play with what it is. So or we got to play around it. But it's at yeah. least creating some conversation and some. Um, like I like, like the idea here, into it. but yeah, I would have changed. Like instead of just randoming the cards, I would have been like, which ones of these will do a custom? 
Yeah, do a custom. Have it like, make sense. Yeah. Which ones of these will actually change the state? I actually feel like it, it and this is a conversation that happened um the last time I listened to folks talking about it. I think it's uh BCB, which is um uh, an Australian tournament and CanCon, which is their big satellite tournament. Um there was some debate by the guys at the Lost Lieutenant podcast talking about how they thought every major event like that with like 50 players should have one original mission in it should have a mission that's like not a mission everybody's been playing all season you know what i mean like do a custom mission for it and whether it's like what you're talking about where it's take an existing mission and give it a battlefield twist or something like that but that's like by design you know make people have to like do something they don't normally do i thought that was a good idea so why though like i'm of the opposite opinion on reflex why that like well you're of the opposite of being a reflex on everything anyway maybe <laughs> that's just, but that's your at reflex. least because this has come up already where me and another yeah. guy were talking about it of like the place to experiment and try out what scenarios are like is generally in a smaller local event and that the bigger events are where you're going to play like here's the missions we're going to be playing against really competent people who have a lot of thought into their lists and are the kind of folks that are going to travel and get a hotel and hang out and play infinity so like shouldn't that be like the purest sense of the game like the without the, the fun add-ons now maybe sure. you do a big event that has the fun add-ons like your 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 beer machine equivalents but that's its own thing right and like this is supposed to be big tournament so my argument against that is is if it's a convention big tournament or if it's a this is a high stakes uh lots of people who are playing with high elos tournament because convention tournaments, and this is something you know, there are satellites that take place at conventions where the players are of wildly different quality. Some of whom maybe that's the only game of FA they play that year because they're at a convention. And so they're doing it because they like the game and they're at a convention, not because right. they play all year long. And that's Which is why I think... conventions usually have multiple types, though. Like, but there's still many events I play. A lot of those are still satellites, sure. right? Like, just because it's it's how what's the capacity, right? If you have a hundred people that can plan an event. And you fill it up and it's 100 people going to a convention. They're not all going to be able to go to that convention and be of the highest caliber, right? So, like, that's that's sure. why I'm saying I think it. I think if it's the intent of the event versus um, is it supposed to be, like, the, the the qualifier super thing. So, maybe it's the throwing around of the name Satellite that is the misnomer. Because I, I think if you're talking about it being, like, something where it's a satellite event and it's supposed to determine who the highest quality players is, then I also think there should be, like, an ELO threshold minimum. <laughs> <laughs> right you have to have at least sure. 1100 elo to get in or you know 1050 or something like that and then i'm okay with everybody going nobody shows up <laughs> i don't actually believe that evo is a or elo is a indicative of quality. it would be it would be in that case but only because Arguably. only because if you get over a certain <laughs> elo threshold you've played enough game well because your elo stops growing when you play the same people over and over again it doesn't grow as fast right uh the way that's calculated and so like Arguably, if you get to a certain ELO, then you've played against people with a high enough ELO enough times, you know what I mean, to, to have it right. matter. And then that's where it would actually matter. And then you everybody get paired round one by ELO. Yeah, but like, I two. don't know. I guess the thing is, it's like your ELO stops growing, you're playing the same people, but your whole your meta happens to just be a horrendous shark tank, right? 
<laughs> like that doesn't oh there's always gonna be but i mean that's where like yeah. the traveling matters that's where it's like your sure. meta like if you know that about elo and you know that about your meta that's when you get in your car and you go to a different place and you well, play other people like, to make sure yeah how, this guy's got like 1100 but like his 1100 isn't the same as this other person's 1100 because he and got 1100 well, but then you play and what happens is that guy's it elo resets changes next round exactly yeah, yeah. exactly no i get that and it fixes that um, but like yeah. arguably speaking you should never you should never be paired against anyone with less than a thousand elo right now right <laughs> you, you should shouldn't like me yeah or in general. what like 1150 oh. like yeah. if, if elo actually mattered like you don't go to any kind of like elo ranks chess tournament and play someone with an elo of like 920 when your elo is like 1200 like you just don't do it it doesn't right. doesn't work that way that's why this the elo system it's like a it's a cool way of looking at things in this format and i like i like that there's some kind of like yearly reset for it but one your your year should never actually reset it should just be forever like you just keep your elo forever right. and then two it well i guess you keep your elo forever in chess because chess never changes there is a reason to reset elo in infinity because every year what you're playing for changes so technically it's a new set of parameters for playing the game right so it, it does make sense that it changes and resets but like i mean you could have two you could have a, a global exactly. and a yeah. seasonal right and then you could yeah. look but like um like video games do this where they'll have your your rank over like you you're a gold three player uh in season one of and what? then season three you're a you're plat two or whatever and yeah then there's like a summary of like your total stats sort of thing yeah. but i mean i don't know it's already a, a huge system that is just for free in yeah, infinity yeah. oh no no and... no i'm not i'm, I'm just i'm not talking about the like it, it could be it could just not be called elo <laughs> you know you right, just call it something right. else just have it just be like a different kind of breakdown yeah. it's being more. calculated like elo though so yeah. i think get why it is the way it is it's just yeah. i i i love it i think it's fun um i had said on the discord the other night that i had a goal of trying to become number one solely so i could make unsolicited claims on the internet <laughs> and uh, it's very funny though because like dan's elo is like 971 and dan is not an elo 971 player no he's a much but he has the problem player. of he and i go to the same events every single time and <laughs> because he'll always get stopped end up playing you at the end and that's yeah. exactly exa and it kills exactly. him every time it kills his elo it yeah. literally like that's what's beating down his elo is that he's playing you over and over again on top tables so no matter how many games he wins like if i look at dan's last uh six uh, games he did, Actually, I can, I he can only did see also his last six games yeah a series of bad games one yeah, he had a stretch of bad games too yeah, <laughs> yeah he's well no his last six games two of them are losses to you <laughs> <laughs> then yeah. one is a loss to somebody else and three are wins so and also his wins i think are all against guys with a higher elo than him yeah probably yeah they're all against dudes with like elos in like the thousands so like like almost like 1050 or whatever which is very funny. So like, his, his elo is garbage, but often he's beaten have a higher elo than him because he keeps losing to you. And you just keep dragging his dick through the dirt. Oh my god! You don't even know that we talked about it on I think the last show that we talked about. Actually, I don't know yeah. if we even talked about it because I'm not sure if we have. Filmed we might have missed. Then, it's been but... it's been three weeks. So it yeah, because we, we did talk about it. it where Dan and I played in an event, and I lost my mind over the course of that game as he. Oh was... no, we did talk about it. No, no, we did okay. talk about that last episode. It's the yeah. it's the one where like. You, you he was just doing, dicing me into yeah, the grave. Yes, everything like, didn't work. And everything I did was failing. Yeah. And then I won by like 9-1. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Also the mission, but wasn't supplies. Didn't it like super swing at the end? It was uh, yeah, it was supplies. It was supplies. Because yeah. he had two or three just, of them and a digger just like walked through his entire arm. I had two. He had one. 
and then mm -hmm. he just needed to walk up and kill two guys and then the digger walked out killed three of his took his box and then my two people just killed everyone who came at him at the last turn yeah yeah this is me going into loss of lieutenant and losing every face-to-face -face <laughs> role and like just losing blah 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 and but, yet somehow <laughs> and at the very end I win. can i can i tell you what the vps were in that game too Owen? because i can sure. see the scar for me. you had 156 points left he had seven <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and then and you, won, and you won seven three and you won seven three 140 of that i lost at the top of one or like the bottom of one yeah, of course where he did. just like walked forward and annihilated everything in front of him <laughs> and, and then, then and he then could do nothing after that the point. remaining bottom half of your army just killed everyone in his <laughs> he had yeah. one one uh it looks like he had one bot left at the end of it he had one seven point flash bot left yeah that all. <laughs> that's very funny yeah that was uh that was an experience I love yeah. I love watching that. That is one nice thing about the ELO system and the ITS system in general is that we can look at everyone's stats, like and see their last games. Like you have one, two, three, because you're undefeated in this season so far. You have one, two. No, three, I have a tie now. Six, it's weird seven, that it counts eight, it ten. sort of as a. Oh, win. it does, doesn't it? I can see it. Yeah, because it it still says it's a W because I won on the tiebreaker, yeah. but it actually is a tie. Like for, depending. E for Elo, it's counting it as a win on yeah on the tiebreak, yeah. but it's an actual tie for the tournament yeah. points. Where we played, actually, I can talk about that. Uh, Blitchka. I'm or, looking at him. Uh, yep. He, I mean, to uh, be fair, you had 200 to his 56 points left. He's a great Elo. He's a great player. It looks like 1100. 100%. He was a great player. And the best part about that game is we both played like garbage. And uh, <laughs> there were pieces. So I was doing particularly well. And then I made a like catastrophic mistake where I had Ajax attempt to fight a. Um, Caliban and the real thing I should have done is just shoot him I could have shot him I had the orders to shoot him but I'm like Haha, I'm having fun with skater man just thudding everybody and so I berserk into him I crit him because I have CC 30 and right. then he hits me with a decharge back and goes uh Protheon I heal three I take four I live and it's like oh no <laughs> um and then to follow it up after now it's flipped where i no longer have my big hitting piece i've got like a couple secondaries he's his drop troopers um the cadmuses land and scan atalanta and then kill her and i'm like oh okay i can't kill them in aro i just keep shooting them and they keep being alive and i'm losing all my guys and uh then just to turn it back again so that i didn't just lose his caliban goes into camo directly beside the Nazmat or the the follow the the slave drone that's right. connected to it Worm. within a half inch of them. And then Hector's like, oh thank God. Plasma. Yeah. <laughs> something something that hit guy. finally. God damn it. Yeah. I'm gonna walk out and I'm gonna look at that little bot. Do you want to react? And he's like, uh I know what I did. Oh shit. <laughs> I should not have stayed next to that yeah. guy. Never, yeah. never give somebody a body to shoot something off of. Yeah. Yeah, but, I, love, uh, I love bouncing shotgun templates off bodies when people aren't looking. You can't shoot me. Oh, but I can shoot that corpse. Yeah, Just actually, sure a lot of my games tend to be blowouts. Yeah. At least with, like, survivors. I mean, to, to be fair, how many of the games uh, in that last list of 10 games uh, did you play with two... Or a squall of two yams. <laughs> no, no, none of none of none of them in that, this one. This one, the this last like pile of events that I've played, yeah, have been me bringing wildly different things to each tournament. Gotcha. Where like 
this one I'm going to play Steel Phalanx and I'm going to bring Cilia and I'm going to bring these other units that I never play. And then mm-hmm. it's like the one before that, I'm going to play um, Vanilla Ariadna because that's one of the factions that I have You're the choice to play. Or um, I played, oh, I played games of QK. I haven't, I might play QK at Carbonite. Do they're it. Really, they're really good now. They are really good now. Yeah, they weren't good, but with some new <laughs> models on the Cor- way. Corsan's pretty great. Um, Extra Harris and Corsan. Those Extra two Harris things, Corsan, yeah. they were like... Very excited uh, for them. Yeah, because they I didn't... I do think it's funny that they're the other catalog factions too. <laughs> they didn't have... That was... Like, the problem was, so, like, I, I had played QK a bit when I started playing the game, and there's another guy in our in our meta here who's really good. He's the guy who I tied against at uh, Carbonite last year and like plays really well. And he has QK and had put them on the shelf. Like they've been gone for the entire time that we've been playing. Right. Um, or since I moved here. And I was talking about it the other day where I'm like, I think QK has something to do now. And having now played them, the ability to take a Harris of two Corsans and a Kaplan for like 50-ish points um, um, that you can send out. And yeah, it's 53 points for a Doctor and two Corsans. And on turn one, you just wild. run them across the board until they die. <laughs> and the Corsans will always trade up because they're 13 points and they shoot four chain rifles. So, so long yeah. as you go after a digger or bigger, you will trade up against your opponent. And because they have climbing plus, because of this, because of that. And then now you have access to another Harris and a core still. And so you, the, what I did was I had my, my list was um, that Corsan and Kaplan. And then the second group was two Azraels, one with each type of gun yeah, yeah. and the Red Fury Rafik. So they had a specialist with them. Mm-hmm. And then the last one was a... Um, Jean Bazan sniper with two halfses pretending to be Jean Bazans. And I had two Yuan Yuans and two Alhawas. And the one of the Yuan Yuans started just on the board beside that Jean Bazan sniper. So I could mm-hmm. smoke shoot. You can smoke shoot, yeah. Yeah. And crazy powerful. I, I had never played with the Azraels since they got their their last change. Um that's horrifying. That guy. Yeah, the plus one burst fear box is pretty horrifying. Both of them. The fear box. Oh, no, the, the AP of like, HMG is obviously horrifying, but like the, the fear box hits like a ton of bricks. Well, because like you put him in a Harris and he's four mm-hmm. shots. Oh, yeah. And it's like, that's as good as a regular HMG. It's a regular HMG, but it does AP, DA, fire. flaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's damage 15 because it's oh, yeah. also BS attack plus one damage. Plus one damage, yeah. And then it's AP DA continuous. Yeah, it'll melt Four if shots. it la- if it lands on you. It'll probably melt you. But like, even if only one lands on you, right? That's like, I mean. and this it'll was what I was thinking of. Like, just we going. were doing the math on like, yeah. if you shoot a tag, it's pretty likely if you shoot a tag, it will die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it doesn't actually matter which tag you shoot, because like all of them are are sub fifty percent chance of passing an armor That's save it. against it. Yeah. Uh, everything's everything's below 50s and then you got to keep rolling so as soon yeah. as you're rolling two dice for a below 50 one of them's going to go through if both of them go through you're just dead because yeah. that's the stats say that one of the two subsequent ones kill you and because you shot four times odds are you'll get one through because they're only going to arrow mm-hmm. with at best three shots back at you yep and uh yeah it's crazy powerful it was such a good like 
so the the Corsans, they were the the left right like the Corsans jump out they hit them first disable the few things like snipers and stuff that could stop the Azraels and then next round the Azraels just kind of like that guy dies that guy dies we stand here uh reactive turn i'm okay i'll take two shots on 13s with if i win if i win a roll you lose yeah and i'll probably survive whatever you shoot me yeah they're not fucking around that's for sure (laughs) they they definitely don't uh they definitely don't punch under their weight class of 40 points yeah that's the 40 40 and 44 that's the insane thing is that they're 40 points <laughs> is that they can kill a hundred point tag or a 75 point tag and they are 40 points and it's funny too because like i just played with two sir who is like the same as them but, but not like it's <laughs> no, much worse i mean i don't think two sir's good you know fairness even playing him and what he's i mean he's different good you know yeah. what i mean like he, his strengths are elsewhere these guys are just these guys are a a a to 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 them everything is a nail you know what i mean they're just straight sure. hammers that's all they do they just put bullets into the the problem whenever the problem arises yeah and i mean not like the other guy's not going to do it either but uh yeah it's it's fun to see that they they're all getting their new sculpts i don't know if you saw those yeah oh yeah yeah everything's, uh, everything's coming out new um, the like new sec bands look really good too, and actually sec bands are wild cards in that faction, which is nice too because it gives you another model that you can have hang out with the uh, Azrael. You could, you're not. Yep. And I think did the sex get a doctor? Because that'd be nice for him. You bet they have a doctor plus three. There you go, baby. Sec uh, band doctor, give him a back rub. It's funny too because like on a on a shame on you CB sort of mentality, but uh, they released this sculpt, like the 3D renders for the new stuff that's coming out. And right. there's like a bunch of mistakes in the 3D renders, which is what funny. So like one of the sec band renders, you know, the like tubes they have on their backs. Sure. He doesn't have those, but then the model does or like. Uh, oh, it's like the, the digital isn't assembled, basically. Yeah, like there's, like there's pieces missing. Yeah. Yeah. But they're they're in their like normal pose. Yeah. But they're just like missing <laughs> yeah, yeah. pieces or like um, the the remotes, like the, the day one ones, because the new um what are they called uh alif remote stuff they're getting yeah. their little the punch release. box their punch um, box and shoot they box. still had the sprue pieces on their feet i saw that digital. Yeah. and it's that like funny. what happened here <laughs> well what happened was the designer was asked to send those over and then didn't yeah, understand yeah, the assignment yeah. <laughs> is what is what happened in fact they might just have a new designer because a lot of the paint jobs have changed uh, yep. you were pointing that out the other day is the new alif stuff is in a completely new scheme which is a lot darker I don't think it's bad. I think it's just very jarring um, when you compare it to the the very like bright white Aleph uh, paint scheme they had before. And then same with the um, oh, what is the other thing? Was the paint slightly different? I think it was the, actually I think it was the hack stuff. Is the palette had like changed? The hack slightly. stuff is I don't know. I, I I got mixed feelings about the actual models that have come out of it. The only that. thing I don't like is the Corsan. It just looks weird. Well, it's, I, somebody pointed this out on one of them that it appears to be like a reference. Like mm-hmm. there's no, Captain there's Con. A, there's the Captain Con mini. They got turned yeah. into the reinforcement. Yeah. And then because they're, that's what the Corsair, like the Corsairs are is because it's based on like a historical thing. Yeah. And so like they, they tied it in there, but. Like the sec uh, bands are just straight up new versions of the old sec bands. Same with the, um, the whatchamacallit, the, not the Burtak, the um, Havza. Because the Burtak, I don't like his helmet. 
With, no, like, he's got a weird space helmet. I, I kind of like it. I think the artwork for game. it was really cool. The yeah. model sculpt, not so much. But yeah, the Corsair uh, of the Gate is very much like a space pirate. She's she's um Captain Harlock. That's what she looks yeah. like. She's just female Captain Harlock. And then I think it's the Alhawa that has a new one. Who is no, the like, Alhawa's always had weird hair. He's always had like big weird hair. The hair I don't mind. It's the pose. It's this like the squat this, thrusts. Like, squat thrust <laughs> pose with one hand out and it's like she's walking around like she got rickets what happened here <laughs> yeah uh, they're, just, they're just very generic they have very generic um it's funny the one thing i was going to point out is the burtuck actually looks like he's based on the sculpting dolly for uh your favorite boy the um the flamer from us ariadna oh the patcher mm-hmm. no no the flamer like just the regular us ariadna grunt Oh, okay, like his, okay. his dolly is like based on that. It's like whatever the digital dolly underneath is, which is like the kind of like the frame, the like sculpting frame that you put underneath the digital asset. Uh, he right. kind of looks like the the same pose. If you look at the, let me just Google him. US Air and a flamethrower. I guess my brain is I have two of the Alhawa snipers where it's the girl with the long ponytails and the sniper standing upright. And I sure. have one with and one without the sniper to be a hacker or not hacker. And so when I see like the the wacky hair, it's like, yeah, but I didn't use that guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but again, it's the yeah. It's if you look the at the if you look at they've just it looks like it's just a mirrored pose. If they're even leaning on their hip the same way. Check out the grunt heavy flamethrower, and then look at this guy. They're just a mirrored asset. It's the same miniature. The flamethrower is even the same. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, I mean, if you just click mirror inside Blender or whatever your sculpting tool is, or you know, yeah, and then keep going. Is it the sorry? Is it the grunt, grunt one or is yeah, the it grunt, the Marauder the, one? The grunt heavy flamethrower. The uh, either one, I think, because <laughs> it looks They're like the same thing. Close. They're pretty yeah. close. The Marauder one, I think, is actually holding it the same. But if you look at the grunt, like he's actually leaning on his hip the same way. Right. Yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, they're new. That's cool. Um, no, it's the grunt. It's the grunt. That it looks the most like Marauder's not. He's standing up straight. Marauder's not screwing around. But I the found the USRA and stuff the other day. Also amazing. So the Bortuck is also amazing with his immune to continuous, which is a funny rule. I think his triple Emirat is pretty cool. Uh, That's also really cool. I was just noticing that the Corsang of the gate has a plus one burst grenade, which I thought was really cool. You throw three grenades at the same time. Holy shit. I wouldn't take that one because it's 19 points, but uh, and you can just not roll dice and have four chain rifles come out of them instead for 13 points. But first three grenades is pretty funny. I like Natural Born Warriors CC 21 CC attack yeah, minus yeah. three because yeah. and you know why because it makes me as good as Shinobu. <laughs> sure does. <laughs> oh man, makes you I, a Shinobu. I was talking about that with a, one of the guys who plays um, primarily JSA, and she's I was like, got, just you know, she's also got for your space combat thing. She's also got uh, zero G. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, this, she can this go ripping is, through that. This is the we're gonna we're gonna go through the white noise and uh, shoot you with an Azrael. I'm gonna I'm gonna put him up. A, I mean the uh, the ideal is uh, you play Steel Phalanx, you bring Ajax, you walk in the white noise, and you suppress. There you go. And you go. Excuse me. <laughs> or maybe not Ajax. Maybe you go all in and just bring Achilles with his Spitfire. Because now they can't see you with the MSV. And the and that means you're guaranteed a minus twelve to be shot at. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. All right. I interrupted your your narrative, your story though. What's your story? Oh, just 
that I'm starting to become of the opinion that um, the Oniwaban and Shinobu one-two punch might be the worst models in the game. <laughs> like in a in a cost versus effectiveness thing that they're mm-hmm. like every game I play in this season and like the more I've been playing recently and I've I've been playing more recently. Yeah. I've played against them, I've tried to use them, and I I'm really getting to the feeling that like there are more places where I have use for a ninja than I do for either Shinobu or the Oniwaba. Like I, I I almost wish they change if there was a version of infiltration that worked the same way as impersonation, it would be okay. But the fact that they have impersonation. Like, I mean, you could do that. You could do impersonation or just like like infiltration and then you fudge it so that they can't fail. Like they have infiltration plus nine. Well, you don't change their fizz. You just give them infiltration plus 25 or whatever it means. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, then they can always make their infiltration because at least then it's not like a 44.25% failure rate model. It's 30%, actually, I think. 30% of disappointment. Yeah. And they're totally garbage if they fail. And that's a sixth of your army. Like, if Shinobu shows up, that's the equivalent of that Azrael with the friggin' machine gun. Where they're supposed to be the same value. I get it. They do different jobs, but... Yeah, I know. It's been my experience hey, It's recently. your theory. And, and hey. your experience. And your, and your anecdotal experience, this is what happens. Correct. I feel much more prepared for this event now that we've talked it out. In that I have five models to paint, and I have no idea what I'm going to do. But I'm hoping my first game with Sonic Butt is the first game that I play from this event. Uh, uh, do you so, want to yeah. do a few reader mailbag questions? Oh shit! Completely forgot about that. It's been a minute, hasn't it? Because there's like four pages of them. So for know, real? Holy crap! Okay, we can we can cut through a few quickly. Let's do it. Why don't you? You, you got it pulled up. Give me the first one. Uh, Raffin H R A F N. Asking, does Denma bring the Caledonian army back to being a competitive place? If not, what would? Um, I started playing Infinity N3 with Highlanders, and it pains me that Cosmo, Tac, Vanilla seem always better choice in N4. A few times I tried, uh, their limitations seem so much more limited now, and they just don't seem to have the depth of the other factions. Um, by the way, Denma links in Cosmo. Yeah, I know that too. <laughs> Is Caledonia well? I, I Caledonia didn't end up on my list of worst factions. I believe. yeah, me either. I think they're fine. Uh, I don't think I think they're one trick. Like I think they do. They have like a gimmick. Wait, did they end up on? No, yeah, because Merovingians was the third one. I actually, I think TAC is worse than Caledonia. The Caledonians? Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Um, I would agree. Um, I think Caledonians have a bunch of great units still. Scottsguard are still great. More mares are still great. Uh, the SAS yeah. is still like a crazy cheap infiltration piece. Like that Ford Observer or Specialist one with the Ford Observer one with the um, I just think there's something great. to be said about triple Cameronian or McMurrow and Cameronians. Sure, like, absolutely, yeah. No matter your your community may be accustomed to putting down dogs, but they're so good. Like and... sixty-seven points for three dogs is a lot of dogs. That's a lot. That's a lot of a lot of yeah. run towards you, and because you can make them all regular too. Yeah, they're they're not bad. Um. um does Denver fix do, them? Do, I don't think he fixes them, but also, do you need to lean into um 
do you need to lean into making them regular? I still don't think you do. I don't know if Willie's still required. He's a big investment for a lieutenant. I think with the change points. to the 15 order cap, I don't think he's as useful as he used to be. No, me neither. Because like you used to be able to just throw those um the Highlander rifles, the Galwegians, and yeah. like be able to bury your opponent in orders on your dogs because it's not as good. I mean, who else can they lieutenant though? A gray more mare. Yeah, Scots Guards and also Volunteers, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like you could bring a Highlander Grey Lieutenant. Oh, he's only book 12. Not book 12. <laughs> the Mormares are 13, at least. Sorry, and so are yeah, the Scots Guard. But the Mormare wants to fight. You're not taking a Mormare to stand around. The Grey right. having the plus one damage uh, T2 rifle, not bad. He's no Mormare and he's no Scots Guard, but. He's no, the Mormon just needs to go to the final level of the T2 HMG. <laughs> T2 plus two damage HMG. Give me that damage 17 type two HMG and I'll be ready to rock and roll. Yeah. I mean, it's AP already. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, type two, type two is even better. <laughs> take, take that fear block. <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, this guy and the, the, I, I would actually fight this guy with the, uh, Azriel. Like, oh shit. Yeah. He'd just die. He's got one like, more. Like, even no if way. you gave him, even I'd if you fight. gave him the extra one, he'd still lose. Like, he'd still his attack is one extra absolutely. damage, but yeah. the other guy is oh, fire. That. This guy's, this guy's going to the more is going to melt if he fights that guy. <laughs> He's the same yeah. or less points. Because um, that thirty-five extra points, if you don't bring Wally, what do you bring? Is there is there something else in here that you would do instead mm. of Will Wallace? So like, sure, you bring a more mare or a gray. Like those are your two because they'll be part of the link, whichever right. one that's going to be. And they can be the lieutenant and they don't have to be the first guy. Cause like a gray is like 25 points for the lieutenant. So you save 10. You bring more SAS. You take a volunteer with lieutenant. You go all the way. Like, go volunteer. It. Just get a volunteer. Yeah. Volunteer lieutenant. Put him in a link of other six point volunteers, with light shotguns. Take a full core link. That's four light shotguns and the lieutenant. Or two, two, three light shotguns, lieutenant. That's only thirty-two points for five points. <laughs> thirty-two, thirty-two points for five regular orders. And I mean, you can put a gray in there. Stack the rest of it with um. Stack the rest of it with uh, what you call it? Dogs and SAS. Dogs and SAS. Yeah. Dogs and SAS and Scots guards. Exploding Scots guards, NCO Scott guards with with SMGs plus one burst and surprise attack. NCO Mormare with T two rifle AP plus two damage X visor. So so five volunteers and five Scots guard with surprise attack and plus one burst SMGs and Panzerfausts and NCO and camouflage. <laughs> and then I like it. <laughs> your other five models in the link is McMurrow. Let me just see. I think you can do it. I think you can absolutely do it. Uh, you could take two Cameronians with Morrow and Usha and an SAS. I'm pretty sure you can fit it. Because you only had 100, you have 10 models, you only have 177 points so far. <laughs> uh, one, two, this, Usha. Oh, yeah, it's, it's 100%. You can do it. Uh, you take the specialist and you take the. Oh my god, you still have points left over. <laughs> uh, you have three points left and you can't take any more models. <laughs> it's Usha, SAS Specialist with shotgun, Cameron, 
Cameronian, Cameronian, Gamero, and then five Scots Guards with SMG plus one bursts, and five Volunteers and Chain Rifles and Shotguns, and one's Lieutenant. And everyone can use, like, all the Scots Guards or NCOs. And we get Denman. Oh, we can get Denman, for sure. He's only 12 points. And <laughs> the, the problem is that you, you need him to be more points. <laughs> or you can kill a Volunteer. <laughs> Uh, uh you could kill oh, you could kill a volunteer kill a volunteer take denma we can get denman we can do it i can make it happen and then one of the volunteers can become a no nope, we can't do that that's the best we can do and then one of the so you have a four-man link then and you take a war core there you go you did it and you're a war core And there's no attack aware. <laughs> so you have Denman, two volunteers, and then a volunteer lieutenant, five Scots Guard and a Workor, and then the rest of it is Cameronians, McMurrow, Usha, and SAS. Yeah. How yeah. many SAS do you have? I have three in the list that I tried to make up here. Well, I just got 300 points. I have zero SWC spent, and here, I'll just send it to you. <laughs> it's equally stupid. It's just... Uh, here, I'll, I'll post mine in the Patreon ones. chat. Yeah, I and will then... too. You can change the grouping because, like, that doesn't matter in this really, but uh, it'll be equally dumb. This was this is the collection of models that I liked. <laughs> oh, this was just me going to the maximum of stupid. Fair enough. But my, mine is of the idea of like, would be. can you play Caledonian still? I think you definitely can. Um, I, I think do so think. Too. There's a few scenarios right now that are going to make it hard for you because you lean on the SAS and Uxia so hard for your specialists. Um, the sheer pile of exclusion zones are pretty obnoxious. Um, you don't really have a solution to that. Sorry, but at least you have dogs, which are kind of the answer to that too. I think the question for me is, can you make multiple types of army lists? And it looks like you can. Because yeah, neither of us bought Catarans, did we? No, we did not. And Catarans are great. <laughs> they may be irregular, but you could bring a Wallace list and you could bring four Catarans. Um you're gonna you're gonna break your opponent's brain when he has his suppressing uh tag and you coordinate four Catarans to shoot him with T2 snipers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they just break it in one shot. I guess, I guess that's my point, is that you can make weird different lists still with this list, and a lot of the factions where they've kind of like aged out, you can't. I think there's still yeah. enough like weird different things in Caledonia that you can take unexpected lists like that. And they have obvious strengths that they lean into, but I don't think that that makes them aged out i think that they're still good what's the next question next question is uh ryan ryan has three in a row but we'll do one of his yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do one, one, we'll next one next week yeah perfect um expanding beyond infinity's meta universe and games if corvus belly could make another meta universe ig not sci-fi with guns former fantasy and 40k using similar rules what would you want to see so this is the idea of like what if they made a fantasy game I mean, they Which are. I, yeah, I'm just like, I'm pretty sure that's already on the... That's that's work. Workhorse is doing that, yeah. Or Workhorse, rather. Um, I would... I mean, they're making... They're doing a partnership spaceship game. They've done a tag fighting game, uh, which is now delivering, actually, this this month. Um, Hooray! 
and then they've done like a dungeon crawler, a couple dungeon crawlers actually, because they did the Warcrow one. They did the um, Defiance. Um, um, I don't know. You know what? I actually don't know because we played that little test one time, mm-hmm. and I think close combat with the Infinity rule set is kind of garbage. Um, Fair enough. I, I mean, I the Warcrow doesn't use doesn't use that rule set, so sure whatever but like what would i want to see i'd want to see something that uses the same kind of like order pool scenario design um but you'd have to change the way you interact other than just like we both roll a d20 yeah equal to or less than i wish other games would bring in war machines bell curve why why did you because i think it's great the 2d6 yeah. I, so, so one of my favorite things um, in that thing, the, like going from a game that uses D20s to Bell Curve, um, you never played it, I don't think, but Silver Bayonet, which was Joe McCullough's um, Napoleonic horror follow up to Frostgrave, instead of using a D20, he uses a 2D10 system. So it's a Bell sure. Curve. Um, but what he did was he assigned one to be the skill dice and one to be the power dice. And so right. weapons would be different. And if you if you beat someone's defense, it uses literally the war machine thing. Like you have like a defense stat, and then if you beat it with the, the bell curve roll with like mods and stuff, they do damage. But your weapon types would be tied to the dice that you rolled. So the skill dice, like a rapier, like a fencing weapon, would be tied to the skill die versus like a big two-handed thing would be tied to the power die. And so there'd be like other bonuses to those individual dice, like giving them rerolls or, you know, like doubling them or whatever it was. Because that, that dice would be your damage. So your damage roll is built into your um, attack roll too. So I'd like that if you just took the ARO system uh, and then expanded on that. So like you you added like four variants of CC attacks mm-hmm. as AROs. And then the active turn can choose which one they're going to do with separate bonuses. So like... Maybe there's dodge as a skill, and that that's a modifier for one of your dice. And then there's like like counterattack or parry. So or so one of the ways block. you can do that. Well, one of the ways you can do that with the infinity system, which would be neat, is just use dice other than d20s. Like sure. use the same equal under thing, but then instead of having modifiers um, attack your stat the way they do, have modifiers change your dice size. Right. So like, let's say your stats a twelve, oh, d6, 12, 10. That's right. Yeah. 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 So like. You're rolling a D6 all of a sudden. You're probably going to roll into your stat, but your opponent's going to have a bigger window to beat that roll. If that makes sense, right. you know what yeah. I mean. So like, it you have other ways of kind of skinning the modifier game, which doesn't involve modifying the target number. It involves modifying the RNG, right? To to make it different. Um, I'd like to see. So my favorite. It's funny because you you talked about mechanically. My favorite thing in Infinity is the army building. I actually really like the way armies are constructed and designed. I like the like picking and, and choosing from a roster, like that XCOM feel of it. So right. I really like like a darkest dungeon kind of thing, but with that kind of army design, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Where you have like um you have knight and then it's dragoons, like long sword. And then there's like a bunch exactly, yeah, yeah. Short sword, a, scimitar, dragoon, or you've got like dragoon with uh matchlock, you've got dragoons with like pole arm, you got dra- like that kind of thing. Right. I think that would be fun because I think half the fun with infinity and the reason why we always go back to it is the tinkering. You get, you're, you're kind of doing like fantasy football lineups when you, when you list build, like, you know, moving pieces around, trying to get it to fit just right. And, and that's, I I want that in like another universe. I think part of game design that gets so overlooked is the, 
the the the, the pregame. And I think that one of Infinity's enduring sort of like strengths is its pregame. If they change the army construction, I think they'll actually have people become less obsessed with it because I think part of what's so strong about the app and the army general like sort of like way of doing it is it feeds into this need that we have to constantly like rearrange things to to move our legos around into new and pleasing places <laughs> like right that's that's kind of like the obsessive part of it with me and i i really enjoy that so i'd like to see that like a fan like just another theme you know like witch hunters or mortime gangs or whatever it uh, it ends up being well there you go all right here's that's the last what one you would like to see uh, last one, so we're we're skipping Ryan's other questions for now. Yeah, we'll do it next week. Um, oh, I guess there is his other his second question. Now reading it, having is it a follow so up before it is oh, yeah, a we'll reverse of that. Then. Where sure. uh, within the Infinity Meta Universe, what other type of games formats, excluding Aristia and Warcrow Adventures from their website, would you want to explore? Are there other games in Infinity that you currently want to play? I, well, we've already talked about the fact that I want to play like a I want to play like a a good RPG style Infinity game. You know what I mean? Right. But with like the miniatures, not not just not just theater of the mind. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I think that I yeah. think it's there. I think they just haven't chipped away at the like obsession with the rules enough yet to get to it. Like you have to throw away the idea of balance. Still, you have to throw away the idea of like of like symmetry and the design and in like the scenario building. And I think that there's like a whole unexplored layer of <laughs> game under there that they haven't done yet. I want to play the spaceship game. Yeah. I'm excited. You guys are going to try it out. Yeah. It looks really, really fucking cool. We bought all of it. Yeah, no he did. <laughs> of course he did. Yeah, I mean, we'll get there. Dan, Dan eventually became obsessed with it. Yeah. 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 Once uh, we could have all of it, then we just did have all of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right so ryan those are those are one and then we'll do a quick one from Braden here which is any advice on assembling big metal tags using rule of cool they picked up a salamander mm -hmm. and wondering the best way to assemble it the model seems engineered spe engineered specifically to explode with the least amount of support force uh pinning and zip kicker that's my advice um that accelerant uh so like cyanacrylate accelerant it's like a little spray spritzy bottle um and then pins and what i would do is mount the pin which is to drill a hole on either side of where the joint is going to be and then put a piece of paper clip or some brass rod or something in there uh but mount the pin first which means drill the hole put the pin in it glue that with like glue and zip kicker and let it dry and that way one half is already dry and then do the other side yeah. uh and you'll have a you'll have an easier time of getting to stay forever i have some very old very heavy metal miniatures from the back in the day when everything was made out of metal uh, and they still hold together because if you just take your time, like don't rush, don't just try and like slam it together. It's a big centerpiece mini. Like just spend a little extra time on it. Use more glue. That's my answer. <laughs> Get the accelerant and use more glue, and, use and then more just glue. spray it, and it'll and all stay together. Yeah. yeah, you want you want you want the shoulder lifted at at least uh, five millimeters from where it's yeah. supposed to be. I want a solid. There. <laughs> Every part of this smooth surface has to not quite reach each other now. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't had too much trouble. The new tags and stuff that they keep making is also like better. Yeah, they so. do like hexagonal joins. One of the things that it's so funny. I, I was thinking this the other day because I was building one of the new Bretonian miniatures from the uh, Warhammer the Old World box sets. And the new Bretonian Duke on a Pegasus is the most miserable fucking experience I've had putting a model together in Oh forever. my God. What did I build recently that was, I built the Hammer Elves 
because yeah. also over the I guess the off time, Dan and I went to an Age of Sigmar event. You did, and <laughs> yes, you did. and absolutely sharked the event, going undefeated <laughs> with nearly perfect scores you through both the entire just day. Shit back, just shit back <laughs> armies that were beautifully painted and built, which is the best part. They yeah. couldn't be mad at you because you built nice armies. And the fact that I got a nice. vote in the best painted is hilarious in and of itself because they were just sitting in like <laughs> in a pile in a cardboard box, like not even displayed. <laughs> <laughs> as you abuse all your models anyway um, though the, the, having miniatures like designed to assemble be done by a computer is a fucking mistake like i get that it's efficient and it gets more parts on the frame but some of these miniatures go together in infuriating ways and they are not easy to build they're not intuitive to build and then the just to finish my story i went and built 150 peasant bowmen and Bretonian knights with no instructions yeah so this this one miniature of a guy on a pegasus took me longer to build than the other 150 miniatures I didn't even need instructions for because they were just so easy to build because they were built by people by hand and then like you assembled them by hand. Yeah. So the, the most infuriating thing for me was the, yeah, the, the fact that like, like they're so similar, the pieces now on the newer kits, like before it would be like left arm, right arm, sword, left arm, right yeah. arm, sword. And now it's like, you have to use specific left and right arms. Yep. Otherwise they won't quite fit together. That's it. And, and you can't you, just like eyeball it. Like you can't no. just look at it and go like, and they're, they're this just one. close enough that you can't yeah. just tell the two yeah. arms match. Like you have to have this left arm and this right arm to hold the gun properly or to have the sword or whatever it is to yeah. be right. And, and these I two get, pieces come in two separate pieces because of course they do. <laughs> yeah. I get that it's a maximizing the efficiency of the mold thing, but it is sacrificing user experience. And I'll also accept that the models come out more dynamic and sure. more interesting looking but then the problem, like for me, was as soon as you get your second unit of those guys, they're all a mirror. Exactly. And you've lost you've lost the entire benefit of what you had done because your game and like if I can bring a squad of 20 and they're matching every five guys, I I have the same problem as the monopose bowmen, only it took me three times as long to build them. Yeah. I built almost a hundred peasant bowmen and and halberdiers. None of them are the same. Yeah, and they're all slightly different because they're looking different ways and their arms yeah. upper and down yeah. and whatever and there's like hats. And, and each every frame of four guys has eight heads on it and eight yeah. pole arms and six shields and bags of rabbits and you know what i mean like but yeah. none of it goes together in a way that is counterintuitive like i and get it, it doesn't only... inhibit you from building it a different way exactly yeah. Yeah. And what, it, and it doesn't the, in, the, I think the problem is when the instructions get in the way of the enjoyment of building so, so when you have to be looking for the right number and the frustration of either clipping it wrong, because sometimes the numbers don't even point towards the right pieces and you yep. like grab the wrong thing and you spend 15 minutes wondering why the fuck this is going together. And they're tinier and fiddlier. Than oh the my God, ones. dude. Yeah. Like I had to build the, like the, like the harness for this horse because the model is, or this Pegasus, this model is like pulling the harness, like to steer the horse. And I had no fucking clue how to put this thing together. It just is like a yellow piece and it kind of points generally where it's supposed to go. But because it's all on one picture, the angle that it's at, it's probably like maybe like half a centimeter long, this like strip of leather, this teeny little strip of leather that's supposed to be like a belt. And it, but it shows it to you end on. So it looks like, like I had no idea what the piece even looked like on the frame because it just looks like a tiny little sliver. 
because it's it's not it's not showing me the length of thing it's just showing me the end like looking right. down the barrel of it basically <laughs> it was so frustrating i was like I, I have another one that's the bsb and it's the same pegasus and i was just like fuck this <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not building this this isn't happening i'll build my 20 year old uh peasant bowman thank you very much these dudes that are from 2003 that also blew my mind the uh, uh related the pre-orders for this game came out today yes no mm-hmm. yep no i'm is it a yes or a no it's yes yeah yeah the pre-orders are yeah. today no no is the game a yes or a no oh is the game a yes or no it's a, it's a big yes it's okay, definitely a big yes yeah we, yeah, we don't yeah. have it's, to get into it that's not what this is don't about, get into it. no no for, but you, enough you, people <laughs> there's going to be overlaps here that it's like what do you think about this yeah it's big yes all right yeah, big, cool. big yes for me big yes for me it t- tickles all my tickles all the the funny bones of um being rank and flank fancy rank and flank, yeah. making sure their pants are all on the right way yeah and and not over there's no wombos like yeah. the, the, it's been scaled way back way is way back. there a half point upgrade no i don't want to play that <laughs> if i can't spend not, half a point on a shield then not I don't yet play. <laughs> not yet there's no scale and slides yet but not yet yeah. That's half a point right. on a model. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we'll take the rest of that conversation away from, from this podcast so we can yeah. run it into old world cast. Uh, yeah. That'll be a whole, that'll be the podcast we start halfway through this year, which that's all we're talking about for this podcast. Um, so thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week uh, with more as you listen to us prep for Cold and Carbonite. Um, thanks to our patrons and to everybody who uh, bore with us over the holidays. I hope everybody got a great break and a great holiday and that you are excited for whatever's to come in 2024. Bye, everybody.